Andrew's Daily Five. Five. I was all right for a while. I could smile for a while. But I saw you last night. You held my hand so tight as you stopped to say hello. Oh, you wish me well. Hey, I'm Andrew. I recently compiled a list of the greatest 100 songs from the 60s. Join me as I count down five songs a day. Let's rock and roll. All right, happy Friday. Hope everyone is well and ready for the weekend. First for the day, number 80 is Somebody to Love by Jefferson Airplane from 1967. San Francisco in the mid-60s was the center of free love, but songwriter Darby Slick saw a downside to this ethos as it could lead to jealousy and disconnect. This song champions loyalty and monogamy as the singer implores us to find the one true love that will nurture us and get us through the tough times. However, the lyrics do not treat love as something that randomly happens to a person, but rather as an action that a person, male or female, may choose to take. This subtle but profound difference in philosophy places this song in opposition to the songs that speak of, quote, falling in love, as if love is something that happens to a person outside of their conscious intention. Here is Somebody to Love. When the truth is found to be Number 79 is Blowing in the Wind by Bob Dylan from 1963. This song was first published in a folk music journal in 1962 where Dylan wrote, quote, There ain't too much I can say about this song except that the answer is blowing in the wind. It ain't in no book or movie or TV show or discussion group, man. It's in the wind. And it's blowing in the wind. Too many of these hip people are telling me where the answer is, but oh, I won't believe that. I still say it's in the wind and just like a restless piece of paper, it's got to come down sometime. But the only trouble is that no one picks up the answer when it comes down, so not too many people get to see and know, and then it flies away. I still say that some of the biggest criminals are those that turn their heads away when they see wrong and know it's wrong. I'm only 21 years old and I know that there's been too many wars. You people over 21, you're older and smarter. This is the second Dylan song on the countdown. Here is Blowing in the Wind. 
How many roads must a man walk down Before you call him a man How many seas must the white dove sail Before she sleeps in the sand Isn't how many times must the cannonballs fly Before they're forever banned The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind The answer is blowing in the wind Yes, and how many years can a mountain exist Before it is washed to the sea Yes, and how many years can some people exist Before they're allowed to be free Yes, and how many times can a man turn his head And pretend that he just doesn't see The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind The answer is blowing in the wind Number 78 is Honky Tonk Women by the Rolling Stones from 1969. This song is distinctive as it opens not with a guitar riff, but with a beat played on a cowbell. The Rolling Stones producer Jimmy Miller played the cowbell for the recording. The single was released in the UK the day after the death of founding member Brian Jones, with You Can't Always Get What You Want as the single's B-side. In the UK, it remained on the charts for 17 weeks, peaking at number one for five weeks. It remains the band's last single to reach number one in their home country. This is the second Rolling Stones song on this countdown. Here is Honky Tonk Women.
Number 77 is Son of a Preacher Man by Dusty Springfield from 1968. Mary Isabel Catherine Bernadette O'Brien, known professionally as Dusty Springfield, was an English singer whose career spanned over five decades. With her distinctive mezzo-soprano sound, she was part of the blue-eyed soul genre. This was one of her biggest hits. Although Jan Levinson did her best to make it her own at her baby shower, Dusty's version is still my favorite. Here is Son of a Preacher Man. And last for the day, number 76 is In the Midnight Hour by Wilson Pickett from 1965. This song was composed by Pickett and Steve Cropper at the historic Lorraine Motel in Memphis, later the site of the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. It was Pickett's first hit on Atlantic Records. Atlantic Records president Jerry Wexler was responsible for the track's innovative delayed backbeat. Guitarist Steve Cropper revamped his planned groove for the track based on a dance step called The Jerk, which Wexler demonstrated in the studio. According to Cropper, quote, this was the way the kids were dancing. They were putting the accent on two. Basically, we'd been one-beat accenters with an afterbeat. It was like boom-da. But here was the thing that went oomcha, just the reverse as far as the accent goes. Here is In the Midnight Hour.
right. Well, thank you for joining me. As always, just a reminder, if you'd like to, you can vote on your favorite song from today's episode. There is a link in the show notes. You can do it right now or in the midnight hour. Either way. And on Monday, I'll get you some results. I hope you have a great weekend. Take care. Right.